0: Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. The Maya Blah 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 The Manifestation Lab Podcast Episode Five. <laughs> um Today we are talking about signs. Synchronicity, symbols, all that good stuff. I am, of course, doing this to respond to um, a viewer comment. You know, it's not right in front of me right now, so I don't know who left it. I mean, I do know what I've forgotten. And you know who you are. Uh, somebody mentioned signs and wanted me to address the topic of signs, and I thought it would be best addressed in a podcast episode because, you know, there's a lot of layers to this topic Uh, and a lot of different opinions and schools of thought relating to the meaning of signs, why they appear to us. Uh, Are we manifesting them or are they somehow, do they represent communication of some kind from some outside force? Are they some form of guidance? Um, And the answer is yes. Yes to all of that. So thank you for listening. Um, Until next time. (laughs) No, I'm kidding, of course. Um, You know, so often there are no clear-cut answers in this stuff, and it can be frustrating. I know that. I wish I could tell you exactly what they mean, tell you why that uh, ladybug keeps showing up and why you keep saying 888 or 8888 or 888888 or 777 or 722 or 1111. There's a popular one. Right? I wish I could tell you with absolute 100% certainty that it means this, so you're fine, you can go to sleep, rest easy, everything's fine, right? I can't really do that. Well, I could do that, but it wouldn't be doing you a service. But that's not to say that they don't mean anything. Of course, they mean something. and. It, And it's much more than what people tend to think. It's not just that you are manifesting them and they have no meaning beyond that. You are manifesting them. You are manifesting the numbers and the hummingbirds and whatever it is you're seeing. Right? Um, But also, they are communication to you. They are an indication of something happening, something moving in a certain direction. Now... Synchronicity is an interesting one. Of course, that's something that um, Carl Jung got into, and we're not going to talk a lot about Carl Jung. He had his very specific idea of what synchronicities meant. I believe he even termed the coin, but that's all that can. That's kind of all very complicated psychobabble, and uh, I'm not going to get into that too much here on the podcast, or even ever anywhere for that matter. Um, you can do your own research on that if you like. Mm, suffice it to say that I believe Jung actually did believe there was something else going on besides the, the patient or the subject just conjuring up these synchronicities on their own. And of course, what am I talking about here? Synchronicities, right? Uh, two seemingly unrelated events occurring at the same time. Mm, sometimes we call them coincidences, right? In essence... Though coincidences are synchronicities, they're the same thing, at least for our purposes and in our practice of law of attraction and manifesting. I can tell you, really, and from my own experience, there is no such thing as a coincidence. So synchronicities, they do always mean something and indicate something. And, you know, what am I talking about here? You're all trying to manifest back an X. Right, some somebody from the past or some specific person that you have your eye on. We talk about this a lot on my channel and on the podcast. And I think most of you listening, most of you that find me, are interested in that specific topic. So let's say you um, you're feeling particularly good for a particularly long period of time about your desire, about your significant person, your specific person. Suddenly you see their name pop up everywhere, or you're hearing people say their name, or their name comes up in some variation of the spelling of their name, or some variation of their name, or suddenly, hmm, you see the car that they drive everywhere, or, uh, you know, what other kinds of things occur, I mean, we could go into this ad infinitum there are infinite synchronicities that people mention and can talk about you know for me often it was that kind of thing it was their name popping up right or suddenly i would find myself uh, driving past some place that we spent some time together that i hadn't been to or thought about in ages and some memory will pop up and and then oftentimes sometimes even as a result of that or and you know subsequently to that i have received communication from them something to that effect right and uh, this doesn't just have to do with a specific person that you're interested in could be anybody really but let's just say you're focusing on somebody very you know very often very warmly let's say very positively very expectantly and um you know you're feeling pretty good about the situation maybe you've overcome a lot of the resistance and you're kind of smiling a lot. You're not thinking about them too much, but you're you're sort of still have that positive expectation that something's going to occur. Something's about to happen, and you can feel it. And then you start to see these synchronicities. You start to see these events around you, and then suddenly, bam, there is something that happens, some kind of manifestation. And perhaps some of you out there have had an experience with that. Um, you know, the thing is that you are at a juncture here, with this stuff you are learning to become much better at this and so there's communication coming through to you from your inner being from this more divine aware part of yourself that is letting you know yes you are you are coming in tune you are aligning with what you want the trick of course is to then not freak out or then to suddenly expect something to happen immediately and then go right back to feeling frustrated and impatient when something doesn't occur immediately remember signs are just that imagine traveling from one city to the other in your car right you're going to as you get closer to your destination you're going to see signs for it you're if you're driving from uh, I don't know LA to Seattle you know as you go, As you get closer, as you leave L.A. and you're driving through California and Oregon, you're not going to see a lot of signs for Seattle. But the closer you get to Seattle, the more signs for Seattle you're going to see. And what are those signs going to tell you? They're going to go, oh, you know, take this, take a left in this fork if you're heading to Seattle or. Uh, 50 more miles or 150 more miles to Seattle. So you have an indication that you're on the right track and you are getting closer. That doesn't mean you stop your car the moment you see a sign for Seattle and get out and assume that you've arrived at your destination, right? You still have to keep going. So that's a big challenge for a lot of people. When they first perceive these signs and synchronicities, they think, oh, it's here. It doesn't necessarily that it's there. Mean that it's there, I mean. So you have to sort of, you know, accept them for what they are indications that you are moving in the right direction, that you are getting closer, but don't freak out about it. Keep going. Just keep on trucking, and you will eventually arrive. And chances are you'll arrive suddenly, you'll see the outskirts of Seattle, the suburbs, you know, maybe you'll be like in Tacoma. Oh, I can see the skyline over there now, over the horizon or whatever, right? There it is, but I'm still not quite there, so just keep go, keep going, keep trucking, keep moving, right? Anyway, I do have some notes on this, and I'm going to read from the notes, and I hope you don't hear the rustling of my paper too much. I try to, you know, fudge with the mic and the settings here so that that doesn't occur, but unfortunately, you're probably going to hear it. I try to keep this sounding good but um you know i think i i sometimes i can speak um uh, more clearly more efficiently from on these topics especially in the podcast episodes when i am able to read from notes and i can write this stuff out first on a bunch of paper and then you know i have a better understanding of, of a better flow of how this is going to go instead of just you know jumping all over the place and hoping that you're, you're able to follow along with my, uh, maniac mind. So we have, um, let's talk about, I mean, we have signs, you know, people always, what are some signs that show up? Uh, animals are a big one, right? Uh, feathers, people, Say feathers, and they, um, they always say, Well, that's an angel or a spirit guy that's leaving you feathers. It's as a sign. You see repeating numbers. We've discussed those. Now, here's the fundamentally what I want to say about all that stuff. You know, these signs, they prompt you, they're prompting you, they're encouraging you to observe your own energy. Because most of the time what's happening here is that you're just embarking on this journey of becoming a more deliberate manifester, and you're not that proficient yet in reading your own energy. You will get there, but in these sort of early stages of you really kind of getting into this stuff, symbols will still show up for you, signs, and let's call them symbols because that's really what they are, right? They... To symbolize something for you specifically, and it's going to be very unique to every individual. It's going to be very unique to your purpose and what you are specifically trying to manifest. For instance, I had a, I had a specific person that um, you know I, kn- I knew she loved unicorns, and whenever. She was close in some way, and I I always saw this as an indication that she was thinking of me, too, in that moment. I would see a unicorn. I would hear of a unicorn. Somebody on, on the show I'm watching would suddenly mention unicorns. You know, unicorns were everywhere. Now, that might not mean anything to you, right? But to me, in that instance, and with my specific person at that time, unicorns were the thing, and I knew whenever unicorns popped up, That's it was her, something about her, right? So it will be very specific to you. But understand this, uh, fundamentally in a nutshell, these signs are encouraging you to observe your own energy, to become more proficient at doing so. They're asking you to stop for a moment and take account of your inner state. That's really in a nutshell, and generally speaking, very generally speaking, what's going on here. There's that inner divine part of you, your inner being, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. You've heard those terms bantered about. It's the same thing. Some people call it the universe. Some people call it God. Some call it Jesus. Some call it whatever. All of that is fine. That's just semantics. What we're talking about here is that there is a divine part of you, a higher part of you, a part of you that is more deeply entwined with the unseen world, the non-physical world. You know, this physical part of you is very much entwined with the physical world or what appears to be the physical world. But there's that inner voice, that inner you, that other you, that higher you, right? That is still sort of there. It's in the world. It's, it's enmeshed in the matrix and it it's understand, understands better what's going on that, than your monkey mind does, right? So it is, it's been waiting for you to kind of wake up to your potential, it's been prompting you to do that. Sometimes it puts obstacles in your way to get you to wake up and to get you to move in a certain direction. Sometimes challenges come up. Sometimes that's what challenges are. Sometimes unwanted manifestations are nothing more than a prompt, a little nudge for you, like someone pinching your butt to get you moving, right? Someone smacking you on the butt to get you moving, um, to get you to, to to understand, to come more in, into your spiritual potential, your potential as a manifester and as a creator in your own life. You know So they're asking you, these signs are asking you to stop and take account for a minute, right? Just do an inventory of your of your feelings and whenever they show up, and you'll know when it's a sign or a symbol, you know, you won't just think every hummingbird is this or whatever it is, you'll know when it. you will understand the, that it's unique to you in some way, whatever it is, if it's a number, the point is, if you're stopping and noticing it, it is a sign, it's already, it's already achieved its intention in a way, it's sort of flagging you down throughout the course of your day, right, as you're kind of buzzing through the world and buzzing to work and buzzing through your town and buzzing through your house. And these symbols are flagging you down, going, hold on, stop a minute. Take a look at this. Now look at your feelings. Look at your energy. What's going on there? They're training you to become more aware of this stuff. Right? It's like a teacher. It's like a little I don't know, boot camp. I don't know if boot camp is the correct term, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. So your inner being is training you here to read these energy symbols, the, to read your own energy through these, the appearance of these symbols. They're, it's been bombarding you with these symbols sometimes all day long. And, you know, when you first start noticing, then suddenly they, they seem to increase too. You are getting bombarded with them left and right. now I've heard a lot of people say this, and this is very much true for me as well. So it's prompt bombarding you with these symbols in order to prompt you to stop and take an account and to learn to read that energy for yourself right? Eventually you won't need these symbols anymore. But for the time being, as you're still learning, as you're still learning to become proficient in understanding and interpreting the invisible world and the invisible world of energy, then these are necessary still in the beginning stages of your evolution, of your personal evolution towards becoming a better, more deliberate, more efficient, more powerful manifester and creator in your life. So, yeah, in time, you won't need them anymore. You know, you'll become better and better at this stuff, better and better at assessing your vibratory state, your energetic state throughout the course of your day. You might find yourself eventually automatically stopping without having to be prompted, just taking account for a minute. Ooh, how am I feeling right now? What's my state right now? And you know, most of us don't do this. People are just constantly reacting to the world, reacting to the world. They're so busy reacting that they're not looking at what's going on inside of me. And a big part of what we're doing here is to to teach you and to learn for ourselves how to do this because becoming a better manifester is about learning to do this. You have to learn to navigate this invisible world of energy and vibration in order to get to where you want to be. It's all part of the process. It starts with you. You're the one that has to change. The world doesn't have to change. You have to change. Right? That's where it begins. Yeah? So these signs, when they show up, they're showing you something very important. They're showing you that you are awakening to the presence of the invisible. Yeah? And And they indicate a huge, giant, major leap in your personal evolution. That's very important to understand. Yeah? Now, when they appear, and, and you know what? You should you should look them up. Um, animals and numbers, they have a specific meaning in history. People have seen them probably, I don't know, ever since people could take account of this stuff, ever since they could write stuff down or notice these things. You know, in folklore, maybe in old Native American folklore, old European folklore, old Asian folklore, African folklore, whatever, wherever people are and come from in their personal history, or their history as a community or as a people, um, you will find these symbols popping up. Sometimes, often across the globe, they're the same kind of symbols, you know. And that's something we can get into, maybe in another episode, because there's so many of them, and we could talk about this for days and days and days. But you know, it's fine to go and research them a little bit. You know, if you keep seeing a, a wolf or wolves appear, or even, hell, even unicorns like me, or even the number symbols. Try to find out what they mean. Feathers, things like that. You know, if that keeps occurring for you and you're taking note of it, it is trying to tell you something. There's something specific going on there. You should do the research. You should look into it. And then, you know, really just go with what you feel is right, what your gut is telling you. All right. There's no doubt that some divine part of you is communicating with you through these symbols. All right? So, but here's the thing is that really the only thing that's going on. Somebody asked in the comment, well, another coach or teacher said that if you think of symbols or if you ask for symbols, all you're attracting are symbols and not the thing you want. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think that, um, yes, you are some, something is communicating with you. It is that higher, deeper divine part of you that is communicating with you, but you have also attracted that communication. Right? Perhaps you asked for it consciously, perhaps unconsciously. But in some way, you have attracted it. Yes, you have manifested the symbols. You have manifested the communication. Yeah. Look, be aware that when you set a desire to be delivered to you through the law of attraction, right through this whole process that you've now come to discover... And the potential that you see in it, you are by default also setting an intention and a desire to become a more deliberate creator in your life. They go hand in hand. You want to manifest things. Therefore you must become a manifester. Right? I don't listen, if I uh I don't know, you know what? I wanna be a gold medalist. In swimming, I have to become a swimmer first, don't I? I have to swim first. I have to learn to swim. Then I have to learn to swim better. Then I have to learn to swim faster and more efficiently, right? I have to learn the rules of whatever contest I want to be a part of and all this kind of stuff. So you want to manifest things. You have to first become a manifester. You have to become more proficient at that. Those are these things. So when you uh, when you set a desire or an intention for something in your life, you, by default, you're also setting the intention To become the kind of person that becomes good at manifesting that thing or anything for that matter. So really the intention you're setting in a nutshell, you peel away all those layers. The intention you're really setting is to become a powerful manifester and creator in your life. To have more more influence over what you bring into your experience, your physical experience. And in order to do that, you have to focus on becoming better, uh, the kind of person that does that. Right, but does that well. So your inner being understands that, and it understands what needs to happen and how you need to change and evolve in order to initiate the progression towards your desired outcome. So it's constantly pushing along, it it's, understands where you're trying to go, right? So it's kind of flashing at you all the time. It's flagging you down all the time and going, look over here, look over here. Wait, stop for a moment. Take, take an assessment, become good at reading your energy, become good at this, become good at the, the language of symbols and the invis, invisible language of energy, right? That's what we need to become proficient at. And when we do, we don't just manifest the one thing we've been focusing on on all, all this time or X's or whatever it is. We manifest everything more deliberately everything flows better. Now I'm not saying everything becomes peachy keen perfect and it's all Disneyland and unicorns and puppy farts. It's not, that's not even how life is supposed to be. Things will always pop up, right? Challenges will always pop up there. You just become better at dealing with them. You understand them for what they are. You don't freak out about them so much anymore. You know what you need to do. You know how to read your energy. You know how to influence your energy. You know how to change your energy. You become better and better and better and better at that. You become the instrument that you learn to play like a master, like a maestro, right? That's what this is about. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, in a nutshell, you may have just one desire in mind right now. But your obtaining of that desire will naturally cause you to grow and change in unthinkable ways unthinkable ways now so much more <laughs> i mean it's so much more than just getting your ex back or getting that big financial windfall or whatever it is this is about you embracing a new way of operating in the world this is about a deep profound lifestyle change right like i've mentioned you have to become a manifester in order to manifest things you have to become better at this be the magician so you can do magic tricks Whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. I can have metaphors about this. I can come up with all kinds of metaphors about this. But I think you get the idea. You have to change fundamentally. And your inner being is prompting you to change in this fundamental way. And these signs and synchronicities and symbols are all a part of that. It's all a part of the program that you've signed up for. When you decided, I'm going to do this law of attraction thing. I'm going to set this intention. Because you've already set the intention a long time ago for what you want. And possibly even you did so at the time of your birth, the time you came into this incarnation, right? You already knew this is the path I'm going to be on. Something's going to happen in my life. I'll have a relationship uh, and then it'll blow up and then I'll want it back and I'll discover this law of attraction stuff. And that's going to start to change me. That's going to start to prompt this personal evolution in me to become more of what I need to be, what I know I can become, more of my potential in this world, as a creator, as a powerful being, right? All this stuff that you think you want right now, it's nothing more than a tool that you've used to give yourself permission to grow in this way and to change and evolve in this way. You'll still get the thing you want, but when you do, you'll be so proficient at this stuff, you'll see that it's, it was just, oh, it's no big deal. None of this is a big deal. The big deal is who I've become now. What I'm capable of now, what I understand about myself now, this new me, that was the point and the destination all along, right? These signs and symbols are guiding you in that direction. No doubt about it. Okay. This is for you to adopt to a new, deep, profound lifestyle change, right? In order to get what you want, you have to learn to manifest more deliberately and efficiently. And in order to do that, you have to become proficient in a new way of being and in learning a whole new language. And that's what's happening here. You'll get what you want, but the path there, the journey to it, will change you profoundly. And the deeper you slip down that rabbit hole, the more your old self will slip away. And that's a lot of times that's what's happening with with so many of you guys right now, so many of us right now. A lot of this resistance that we encounter you know we i read so many of your comments and emails saying oh man i've really i'm doing so well you know i'm really working on myself i'm really thinking more positively and yet i still have this tendency to do that i still have this tendency to focus on this i still have this tendency etc etc and what's happening there is there's a there's a push and pull going on because you're in the middle of changing think of it as growing pains Right? like when you're going through puberty or something your arms are going to be longer than your legs for a while or whatever the heck it is You know, it's like a freakishly disproportionate limbs or something like that and you become clumsy and you're kind of stumbling all over the place you understand that eventually you, your body is changing right? and it just has to get used to how it deals with space now because it's growing in these ways and you have these growth spurts and then you're going well I'm bigger now And the space around me seems to be smaller as a result. And so I'm knocking more things over or I'm falling on my ass. That's what's going on. It's the same thing that's going on for you spiritually. You're having these spiritual growth spurts, right? (laughs) Prompted by your desire, prompted by your natural inclination to evolve spiritually, to grow, to grow up spiritually. That's what we're all doing here right now. We're growing up. Or growing up spiritually that's what this is all about and as you're doing that you're going to have growing pains you're going to have awkward weird moments you're going to be clumsy you're going to fall down right you're going to make mistakes there's going to be a part of you this is a big part of, of growing up too when you have those adolescent years and the teenage years if you guys remember this it's terrible because on the one hand you're looking forward to more independence and becoming an adult on the other hand You have this urge to hold on to this innocence of your childhood, right? So there's also this emotional thing that goes on, this tug and pull. Because the way we've always operated in the world seems... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's our comfort zone. And as we evolve through this, we're being asked to come out out of our comfort zone and to create a bigger comfort zone, right? And to keep pushing the limits of that, what that means for us over and over and over again. So it can be scary. So there's a part of you... Your sort of conscious mind that is wanting to protect you. It's going, no, don't go there. That's scary. That's unpredictable. We don't know what's going to happen when you become a more powerful creator. Oh my goodness, what could happen? Right? There's, an, uh, there's another kind of unconscious part of you that is a little afraid of it. So you're going through this kind of push and pull right now of learning to, learning to grow up spiritually, learning to grow in the direction of what you're capable of. And there's that old part of you that kind of wants things, wants the status quo, wants things to stay the same. You know, isn't it safer and easier to just lick my wounds and be lonely and think that everything's happening to me and I'm a victim and, you know, there's this outside force that just doesn't want me to have what I want, Right. Because now you, you understand that you're the one responsible for creating your life. And to grow into that ability, that's more responsibility. <laughs> but you will learn to become better at that. Right? And these, all these signs, these symbols, these things, these communications that are showing up. And you'll know it when you feel it too. Eventually, they'll mean less to you. And eventually what will happen is you'll understand when a feeling pops up in your chest. You'll understand what it means. You'll be learning to read your own emotional, vibrational guidance, your inner guidance, right? Will emerge more and more. You'll become better at it with time. Again, you know, the, but but you have to be aware that right now you're kind of in these, you know, you're in the growing years, that that the kind of growing pains, the 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 evolution. You're in the process of the evolution, so it's gonna feel a little chaotic, and. There's a little bit of a cushion there. These signs, these symbols, even these synchronicities are showing up to kind of as a cushion and as a guide, right? So be grateful for them, right? Be grateful for them. They are here to guide you. They're here to guide you deeper down the rabbit hole. Don't read too much into them, right? Don't read too much into them. Don't sit around all day, and, oh, what does it mean? I keep seeing these numbers. I keep seeing this feather. Right? Let let it guide you. Let them guide you. Right? Whenever one of these signs appears to you, go with your go with your first thought, your first gut instinct. Deep down, you already know what it's telling you. Yeah, you know, this is part this is part of learning to trust yourself too. And learning to become more confident and comfortable in this new way of being, in this new way of interacting with the world. Uh, you'll recognize the messages what or the message that it's trying to convey to you by the initial feeling that wells up in you. And that's the whole point of this, is to learn for you to be able to read those feelings, your gut, your instinct, your intuition better, more efficiently. Right? Remember, this is all about feeling your way through the world, not thinking your way through the world. Your mind isn't designed to always interpret these signs and messages as well as your heart is. Right? You need to learn to think less and feel more, and that's why these things are showing up. They're making you aware of that invisible part of you that's just outside of your intellectual logical understanding, right that's in, in a heart space. it's a, it's it's in a domain that is governed by vibration and energy and heart space. And that's what you need to become more aware of. yeah so, this is really the best way I can put it. And I know that, um, you know, maybe it's not what you were looking for. We could dive into the different uh, symbols and what they mean. And, you know, maybe that's something for a video. or Maybe that's something for a future podcast episode. But like I said before, if a sign or symbol is popping out at you, right, and you are aware of it, hyper aware of it, then there is something there that, it is trying to guide you there. So take take a moment to assess what's going on in your inner state. Sometimes that's all it is. Sometimes that's the only reason it shows up. It's because, you know, it's for you to just stop and, t- and take note and to learn to do that. Because you have to learn to do that in order to get to where you need to be. Right? No doubt about it. And you will get there. So be grateful for these signs. Don't overthink them. Go with your first gut instinct and understand that's precisely what it's trying to teach you. All right? You have awoken to a new reality. And there is no going back at this point. Most of, we're, most of us now hear me, you listening to this, watching the channel, reading all the books you've read. We are past the point of return or is it the point of no return? I can't remember which it is. I always mess that up. But suffice it to say, you're changing. You have already changed and you're about to change even more. Even more. And you're fast approaching if you haven't already approached and surpassed that point of return, or that point of no return. I think it's point of no return. You're down, you're far enough down the rabbit hole, right? <laughs> <laughs> that that you can't even see the the top of the hole anymore you know and you know there you are and it can be dark and f- confusing and disorienting down in there so these things are showing up to guide you lovingly and patiently that that inner being of yours loves you unconditionally unconditionally it doesn't look at your mistakes it doesn't look at that kids hair you pulled in kindergarten it doesn't any of the things for which you tend to judge yourself, your shortcomings, I'm not pretty enough, I'm, I'm overweight, it doesn't look at you that way at all. It doesn't look at anybody in that way. It doesn't look at anybody in that way. It looks at your pure essence and understands your your pure potential. It wants to help you there. It's trying to help us all there right now, right? Our oversoul, whatever you want to be, that source, the thing we all come from. There is an evolution happening. It's an important one. What we're doing here, learning the law of attraction, learning these things, and even going for our manifestations, getting that specific person, getting winning that lottery, whatever it is that we're trying to manifest, even the, just the parking spot or the cup of coffee, right? It's all part of it. It's all part of us moving in that direction. These are just the, the prompts, the permission slips we're giving ourselves to to go there, right? So, anyway, I hope that was clear enough for all of you. Um, I, it's, you know, it's difficult to speak about things like this sometimes and to explain things like this sometimes because they are so kind of esoteric and, and abstract, right? and Especially something like signs and symbols are very, very abstract. And they are a very, very subjective kind of experience. So you have to really, you know, take my words to heart mull them over. But in the end, look at what it could mean for you specifically as well. And I can't really answer those questions for you. No teacher or coach could answer that for you specifically. No one can tell you why the feathers are showing up in your life or whether you specifically manifested the sign or if the signs are really telling you something. No one can tell you for sure. You will know for sure. You will come into a better, deeper understanding about yourself and and your unique situation and your unique personality right i mean you know uh, there are people who hear things more than see things because they're more audible type of people than visual type of people for instance right and your inner being will know that about you it will deliver the message to you in the most proficient way for you, that is more the most proficient for you to be able to understand and pick up on it quickly. So signs and messages and symbols and synchronicities will be different for everybody, right? For each individual. So you have to learn to kind of try to understand what it means for you on an individual level, for your unique personality, right? Who you are uniquely in this identity that you're in right now. This carnation that you're in, incarnation, incarnation, whichever it is. So, anyway, on that note, uh, I'm going to take a short break right now. For you, it's going to sound like a few seconds. For me, it's going to be a little bit longer. And when I come back, I'm going to reach into the mailbag. And we're going to look at an email. Possibly unrelated to what we've been talking about. Probably unrelated to what we've been talking about. But fun and instructional, hopefully, nonetheless. So, see you, speak to you, hear you in uh, just a moment. All right, and I am back. We are back with uh, the mailbag segment of this episode. Now, this is kind of funny. You know, I just got through telling you that uh, perhaps these emails I'm about to read, this email I'm about to read, will be unrelated to the topic discussed in the previous segment of the episode. But actually, as I'm looking through my mailbag, there is one where, with an element of this this, uh, topic of symbols and signs and uh, sort of the outer world, throwing down, throwing up indications, visual indications, symbolic indications pertaining to the desire to the issue the situation at hand and as you'll see though this is kind of a there's a kind of a twist here and um because this particular woman who is writing me um is perceiving these symbols or is these symbols the symbol that she is uh, perceiving around her that are reminding her of this specific person that um she now wants to manifest manifest back, <clears throat> and you'll see what I'm talking about as we get into it, um, is bringing up uh, the opposite of a positive reaction. It's bringing up a very negative reaction in her, and we're going to take a look at that and see what's going on, because there's that's another element and layer to this thing that maybe I didn't discuss in the first uh, segment, so I'm actually kind of glad that I found this email, and I have so many of them, by the way. Um, I'm kind of glad I found this because this is uh, going to give me an opportunity to touch on another area of this, All right, So let's get into it. This young woman writes, uh, I'm having a lot of issues, and I was just hoping you could read the story and give me some guidance as to what I should do because I'm lost. Well, I'm going to do my very best. And I always say that I, I will do my very best. I can't give you all the answers. The answers often will lie within you. I can maybe help you help guide you there so we're gonna do what we can here okay i was watching your video on how to manifest your ex the person i am talking about isn't an ex-boyfriend but they are an ex something summer of last year i started some sort of friendly relationship with my mailman some sort of friendly relationship huh He's very attractive and jokingly, I would also say he's my boyfriend. <laughs> jokingly, well, it sounds like you would like him to be your boyfriend. So you have uh, you have developed a desire, an intention here, and you're playing with it and I'm playing with you a little bit. so don't take it personally, I'm not making fun of you. I'm you know, sometimes I chuckle a little bit at, at these emails, but I'm chuckling with you because I want you to understand, You know, I want you to learn to be more easy about this, to relax, not to take these things so seriously, not to be so dire about it all. You can joke about it, right? We can joke about it. It's fun. This is fun stuff. So you're joking. You're joking about him being your boyfriend. That's flirtatious. That's joking. That's being in a relaxed mood about the situation. That's precisely where you want to be. Okay. So, he's very attractive, and jokingly, I would say he's also my boyfriend. I knew he actually had someone, but by May, I guess he was single because he was coming on to me. Well, it's possible he was single. He was certainly very attracted to you. Um, I run an Etsy store, so I constantly request USPS. That's the United States Postal Service for those of you not in the United States who are listening right now. Uh, USPS is the United States Postal Service to pick up mail from my house so I was seeing him every day. I, I think you mean every day. Our encounters were always pleasant. Wonderful. Months would pass by and we saw each other every day. We would hug and eventually kiss every day. Every day you hugged and kissed the mailman. My, my, my. <laughs> I think that's wonderful you're having a little uh, liaison a little flirtation with your mailman you know i'm chuckling a little bit too cuz isn't there some kind of cliche attached to this the mailman <laughs> anyway <clears throat> she continues this obviously brought on feelings it usually does this is a very exciting oh very exciting very tantalizing titillating adventurous Little affair you're having with your mailman. These things are always exciting. This is the kind of thing that we love in life, isn't it? The exciting. We want the romance. We want the passion, right? We want the adventure, the excitement. You're getting something very awesome here that you have manifested, by the way, with your mailman. How amazing is that? What a great story. So, this obviously brought in feelings. He would say I made him feel special and I made his day. Well, I'm, you know what? I'm sure you did. And uh, I would say that that would make my day as well. <laughs> if I were the mailman. We hung out twice at my house, but we never actually went anywhere together. Well, sounds like your house was the perfect place for this adventure to play out. Uh, now, what it sounds like to me... Here, When you say something like, we hung out twice at my house, but we never actually went anywhere together, and you're joking about him being your boyfriend. Now, what's going on here? Maybe you're not quite aware of it yet, but what's going on here is that your desire for adventure and excitement and for this liaison, this exciting, passionate liaison, has evolved into a desire for a relationship. Right? A desire for a relationship. So, is this the man to have a relationship with, or is this the man to have a passionate affair with? Right? Now, when you attracted him into your life, the male man, and you attracted this passionate affair with him, this passionate, exciting, titillating, I like that word titillating. I'm going to say it a lot. Uh, this titillating. Mm, liaison with your mailman, that was your manifestation. That's precisely what you were looking for. I I would bet all the money in the world on that, right, that that was the case. And maybe you weren't even consciously aware of it, but there was a part of you that desired this and maybe you didn't know about law of attraction that much yet. Maybe you didn't understand yet that you were manifesting and pulling things into your life left and right. But somewhere along the way, at some point, you had a desire for an exciting, titillating liaison and affair that would be passionate with somebody, some kind of hunk like the mailman, right? Who would come to your house and you would have this exciting, adventurous time with him. But often what happens, so often what happens is we have these kind of affairs, right? And it's very natural to have an affair of this kind, a manifestation, a full-blown manifestation of something you've desired and for that for that very manifestation to then prompt you and your desire to evolve into something bigger or something different right this has happened to me I've had many sort of two, three month long relationships, passionate kind of affairs. That would never go beyond a couple of months because I'm also a bit of a honeymoon chaser. I like that exciting honeymoon period. And for a long time, I would have one after the other of these kinds of affairs because that's really all I was looking for at the time. But then, of course, my desire evolved into something more. After a few experiences like that, I decided maybe I do want something deeper. Maybe I do want something more Um involved with somebody. Uh, I want a relationship. Maybe I do want to settle down a little bit. Maybe I do want to date somebody longer than three or four months, right? Maybe I want to date someone for a year. Maybe I want to try out what it's like to live with somebody again and that kind of thing. And so what happens, though, is when our desires then evolve into something bigger, something different, we still hang on to the symbol, the representation of that old desire. In other words, the mailman was your manifestation, uh, responding to the desire for a liaison, for a passionate affair, but the mailman may not be the best representation of what you desire now, which is a relationship, which is a boyfriend, because here you are joking, joking about him being your boyfriend. But really deep down inside, what that means, of course, is that you are looking for a boyfriend. You do want a more steady affair right? But you've decided that he has to be the one with whom you have this affair. I mean, this relationship is what I mean. You've had an affair with him, and you want a relationship with him. But is he the best representation of what you want now? He was the best representation of what you wanted before, which was a liaison, a passionate affair. He may not be the best representation of what you want now, which is a more steady boyfriend, a more steady, stable kind of relationship with somebody. So by hanging on to him now and making him the symbol of this new desire that you have for a more stable relationship, you're kind of running up against the wall a little bit because you're making it about him and it has to be him. But maybe the universe knows, your inner being knows, this is not the match for what you want now. You have to learn to be okay with this. You have to learn to open yourself up to all the possibilities because maybe the person that's going to be your boyfriend, that's going to be the best representation for what you want now. <clears throat> the best one to match that right now is to, is lined up for you and waiting for you, but not able to come into your experience because you're so focused and locked into it being the mailman, it being the guy you had this passionate affair with, Alright? So that's the first thing I want to say about this. Be very aware of that. That's very important, okay? Um we hung out twice in my house, but we never actually went anywhere together. That's another indication to me that you want more than just a, you know, a little romp in your house, right? Every day, you want a boyfriend. You want someone to go somewhere with, to do something with, right? That's deeper. That's that's a little bit more involved than just somebody to have an affair with, a passionate affair with. And maybe in his mind, that's all he wanted too. And there was a time when you both wanted that, and you both were a perfect match for that. But now, maybe. You've moved beyond that in your desire. So if the first thing to do here is to become very clear about what you want now, and I'm trying, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in your words that you're using. I'm seeing it in the direction that you want to take this. I'm seeing that you want something deeper. You want something more stable, something more involved, something more romantic, something maybe you want a partner down the road, a partner to do things with. And maybe this man is not the best representation of that for you. You have to be open to that. Maybe it's not what you want to hear, right? You could wait until he changes. Maybe he'll, you know, I mean, you could you could sort of, right, shift into an idea of him, a reality of him, uh, where he becomes the person that wants that as well. But here's the thing, and I'm not saying, that is possible, and I know I talk about that a lot, but here's another idea about that. Here's another kind of thing about that, that maybe I haven't mentioned before, you could do that, but it would be a little more complicated because you would have to really focus very much on that being a reality. You have to really make that part of your scene, right? Your everyday sort of visualization about it. And you have to be very pure in that. You have to have no resistance about it. And I see you now in a place where you do have a lot of resistance about this. So Sometimes the path of least resistance is the best path to pick. In fact, I think all the time the path of least resistance is the best path to pick. So you need to decide at this point, what is the path of least resistance to get to what you want? And that involves, first of all, deciding and becoming very clear about what you want. And in this case, I can tell you from my perspective, very unequivocally, what you want is a relationship and not just an affair. Right? Now, which is the last, the path of least resistance towards that? Would it be to try to change him into somebody who wants that as well? Or would it be to let him go, let him be what it was, right? This great experience you had. And then open yourself up and say to yourself and say to the universe, I now want this involved, romantic, wonderful, stable relationship with somebody. Uh, Show me who they are. Put me in their path or put them on my path. Find me the best match for that. And I'm going to remain open to who that can be. Because you haven't met that person yet. Or maybe you have actually. Maybe it's someone you already know. Often that happens. It's happened to me. And you will be amazed when it happens. you go, oh my God, it was them all along. Or it could be somebody completely new. And somebody you don't know yet. They could be amazing. You don't know. But you won't know until you move past this mailman okay that's something for you to keep in mind here so we hung out twice in my house but we never actually went anywhere together Well, this is all he wanted and you started wanting more yeah this relationship was built solely in my apartment yes that was good enough for him it's no longer good enough for you it was good enough for you at one point it no longer is all of a sudden in the last week of November he stopped showing up every day. Yes, right. Well, he's no longer a match to what you want now. Ah, this is this is when things can get a little nuanced and a little tricky. And you know, we it it can happen like this. Sometimes the universe goes, Yo, whoa, well, we know what you want now, you've evolved, even if you haven't caught up with your new desire yet, right? Intellectually speaking. With your conscious mind, you haven't quite caught up with your new desire yet. But we already know this ain't the guy. So we're going to pluck him out. And hopefully, you'll be open to who we're going to put in now. That it's going to match exactly what you want now. All right? This is why he stops showing up. This is why he stops showing up. That's what it is. You're not being punished. You're not being denied ever anything. As a matter of fact, you're on the path to getting exactly what you want. You just have to learn to be okay with the idea that it might not be him. He may not be the best representation of that, the best symbol of that. Right? And remember, all the things and all the people in your life show up as a symbol of where you are vibrationally and energetically, and as a symbol of what you want. Right? You want to feel a certain way, and you want to feel the way that you think you're going to feel when you have a stable, loving, warm relationship, a partner, a boyfriend he ain't a representative, he ain't the best representation of that right now. Right now, the quickest way there, and the universe knows this, the quickest way for you there is to open yourself up to being single and welcoming in whoever the universe has lined up for you to be the best representation of that. And you're going to be very pleasantly surprised the moment you do that. That's my prediction. I'm not psychic, but that is my prediction. I'm going to predict that right now (laughs) the moment you let go of the mailman and the idea of being the mailman someone's going to pop in your life and you're going to go holy cow where has he been oh my god he's amazing and he's going to want to do things with you he's going to want to love you he's going to want to be your partner he's going to want to marry you one day he's going to want a family with you one day amazing things you never thought you'd be amazed at how your life can turn around suddenly someone can show up and they'll be, he'll be the answer to everything you have wanted you just weren't aware because you were hanging on to the old frame the old version of what you wanted the thing you no longer really want you're still hanging on to that and you're still hanging on to the representation of that right it's a symbol the mailman is a symbol of something you wanted before he's no longer a symbol of what you want now I don't want that to be harsh. I don't want that to discourage you you at all. I think it should be very encouraging, as a matter of fact. Because think of the exciting thing that's coming your way now. The moment you get out of its way, the moment you open yourself up to that possibility, you'll be amazed at what can come in. Absolutely amazed. But let's continue. So he would never text me as to why. I was really so upset, so that's where I learned about law of attraction. Ah, what did I say in the first segment, right? So often these things happen, these challenges occur because we are ready to learn more about ourselves and the nature of reality and the nature of our world and our true power and the true influence that we can have, that we have already over our lives and our reality and our earthly experience. This thing prompted you to learn about something you maybe hadn't learned about before, hadn't known about before, this thing called law of attraction. It's everywhere, but maybe you weren't aware of it before. Suddenly now you're aware of it because you're ready for this next step now, this next step in getting closer to a better understanding of yourself. Yeah? So you learned about this LOA thing. You tried so. I tried so much, but I knew I had a problem with letting go. Well, I would say that that's a big part of your resistance right now, is the letting go of the idea of it being the mailman. Okay? Now, that's just my two cents. I mean, you don't have to take my advice on this, and you don't have to take what I say as as gospel. It's not really gospel, but I am able to see your situation from a different perspective. I'm not so involved in your situation, and I've been through things like this, and I've seen examples of this over and over, and I can tell you you with 100% certainty that the mailman ain't the one. He ain't the match to what you want now. Yeah. But, she writes, uh, he would show up occasionally to drop off something But never offer to take my packages anymore And uh, yeah, there you go Well, he still has to do his job, doesn't he? Uh, he's still the mailman for your area So, um, yeah, you know he's, um, he's sensing maybe you want something more than what he wants Maybe some part of him is sensing too That that isn't something he's going to be a match to at least not at this point. Maybe he can be down the road, but again, do you want to wait for that? You could. You could uh, really get deep into your focus about this and make it the mailman. Move yourself into a reality where the mailman is the version of what you want. But is that the the path of least resistance in this case? I don't always recommend doing that. It is absolutely possible to do that, but I don't always recommend doing that. Sometimes... hmm, The quickest way, the most efficient way, the easiest way is for you to move towards somebody else or for somebody else to come in, allowing for somebody else to come into your experience, who's much more representative of what you want now. Okay. So now he seems MIA, missing in action. I know he's still our mailman, but I feel he has made himself invisible Again, he's he's invisible. He appears invisible to you because he's no longer a part of the energy you're putting out right now. He's no longer a match to that energy, that vibration. Your vibration now is about something more, something more involved, a boyfriend, a relationship, doing things together every day in the outside world. right? Instead of just, oh, let me use the right language. (laughs) making love in your apartment every day so be aware of that you're not being punished you're not being denied anything here he's not even becoming maybe he's not even making himself invisible he's just outside of your energetic field of view right because you want more than what this person, this symbol, this mailman can be for you yeah. The universe knows that. Your inner being knows that. Your higher self knows that. It's all the same thing, by the way. All these three things I just said is the same thing. It's just different words for the same thing, different terms for the same thing. <clears throat> but ultimately, that deep, divine part of you that knows just a little bit more about what's going on, I like to think of it, too, as that satellite in the sky It's guiding you along the roads, you know, your GPS system. It knows where you're trying to go, and it can see further down the road, where you need to go. You can see the forks up ahead and the obstacles up ahead, right? And you can see, you can see what is a, the best representation of what you want for you right now. And you can see that it ain't him, right? Sometimes this is how things work and they can seem frustrating, but the moment you let go of the idea of the mailman, that's when amazing things can happen. I tell you from personal experience, I have let that happen to me Uh, I mean, you know, I was so hung up on this one person for so long. And then one day something clicked in my brain and I said, no, no more. I'm done with this. To hell with her. I deserve better. And it was almost as if I felt this huge relief. And it was like all my, all the angels in the heavens were sighing this huge sigh of relief saying, finally he gets it. Damn, he's stubborn. But finally he gets it. Three days later, I met the next person I was going to become involved with. Well, I didn't meet them. I already knew her. But three days later, something happened. We ran into each other. We had this amazing kind of night together. Now, we, you know, she said she had always been attracted to me. I had no idea, right? I always found her attractive. I had no idea. And by the very next day, we were in this relationship. I mean, it really happened like that. It sounds ridiculous. And it even sounded ridiculous to me at the time. How could this be happening? But it happened so easy, so quickly, right? There was no doubt that this was a manifestation. This was something that had been lined up for me for a long time. And finally, when I let go of the other idea of how it should be, when I just opened myself up to the possibilities, it was finally able to come rushing in, and I mean rushing in like water, you know? Just whoosh. There it was. There she was. It was amazing. had an amazing time. But that's an example of what can happen. If I had just kept hanging on to that other person, I would have never had that even better, even more exciting, more amazing experience that was waiting for me the whole time. So don't sell yourself short, don't settle. Don't settle for the old thing. Don't sell yourself short. Give yourself what you want. Allow yourself to have it. Sometimes that means let go of that. Let go of the idea of the mailman. He was great, but he ain't really the thing. He's not the final delivery, so to speak. Right? <laughs> so, now I want to get into this here. Okay? Well skipping a few lines ahead. So, now this thing with the mailman is completely gone. Now, now get this. Now, I want to talk about this. This is where the symbol part comes in, the sign. I trust the universe, she writes, and law of attraction, and I stop thinking negative after manifesting. But it's not so easy. It's not so easy when the USPS symbol is everywhere. (laughs) The United States Postal Service symbol is everywhere. The logo, right, is everywhere. I see it in games and shows and just being outside. I never noticed until he came into my life. I never saw it. She never saw it this often until he came into her life. (laughs) <laughs> unbelievable so what's going on here right now now here's a, she's seeing this everywhere and she hates it because she says it's hard to let go when there are so many constant reminders that break my heart every time i see them every time i see this postal service symbol everywhere now well what's happening here what's the what's going on right and we i, I know i touched on this in the first segment and maybe i didn't touch on this particular aspect that like i said and i said this in the first segment of the episode it's so there's so many layers to this so many nuances to this that i can talk about symbols until i'm blue in the face but really each of these symbols each of these signs that pop up in your physical world are going to be unique to your experience right in the end it's going to be up to you to interpret what it means for you uniquely and as and What's the, spe- what's the message here specific to your situation? Why the mailman? Why a USPS postal service symbol? Right? And what did I just say about what might be lined up for you the moment you let go of the idea of the mailman? What's lined up for you? You don't know. And probably the universe is has trying to deliver something to you. It's trying to deliver something to you. It's not... Making you feel bad. It's not trying to make you feel bad about not having the mailman in your life. The USPS symbol, that there's a delivery waiting for you, darling. There's a delivery waiting for you. The moment you let go of the idea of the mailman, it's there. And sometimes, sometimes you're in your inner being, the universe, whatever you want to call it, sometimes, you know, it has this kind of weird sense of humor. This is kind of humorous when you think about it, right? I mean, it's, it's showing you the postal service symbol because it knows you're going to pick up on that symbol because of how locked in you are to the idea of this mailman. So it knows that this is the symbol that's going to get your attention. It's trying to get your attention here. It's trying to teach you to check in with yourself, not to make you feel bad. Now, if you're noticing that you're feeling bad whenever you see this symbol because you're thinking about what you don't have, well, that's precisely the lesson there. You are to check in with yourself and notice that you are focused in the direction of what you don't want, in the direction of what you don't have. You're focused in the direction of lacking something rather than in the direction of thinking about abundance, thinking about what this this delivery that's coming in, that's waiting for you. The universe is waiting to deliver to you, right? Think about that. So in this sense, you're feeling bad is a beautiful opportunity. You're feeling bad every time you see the USPS symbol. It's a wonderful, beautiful opportunity for you. To stop throughout your day and take stock of your inner state, and then to decide well, how would I rather feel, and then how can I change this around right now? What can I think of right now that will make me feel better? If it's not thinking about the mailman or anything of that of that kind, then think about that. If you want to think about puppies, if puppies will do it, right? If uh, rainbows will do it, if uh, an ice cream sundae will do it, if a beer somewhere or a cocktail somewhere will do it, a cup of coffee, go do that. Okay. That's what's going on here. That's what's trying to come into your experience. Yeah. So this symbol is showing up, you know, and again, it's unique to you. And you'll know when you go with your first gut instinct, once you calm down a little bit, you'll understand what's really happening here, right? But from my perspective and reading your email, I can say unequivocally these few things. You manifested the liaison with the mailman. You got the mailman. You got this steamy hot affair with the mailman. That experience caused you to expand your desire, to expand in the direction of now wanting something more, more stable, a boyfriend. The mailman ain't the representation of that anymore, at least not at this point in time. Right. But you're holding on to the mailman. And now the universe is understanding where you're trying to go. And it's sending you this kind of symbol everywhere. Now you're aware of this USPS symbol. Of, of, and the message here is to stop. Use it as an opportunity to come to work on your energy, to learn to work on your energy. Because, again, what did I say before? You want to manifest something now. You have to become good at manifesting. And part of becoming good at manifesting is becoming better at reading the world, that invisible language, that invisible world of energy and vibration. Now, you're new to this law of attraction thing, but this is what it's about. It's not about thinking. It's about feeling. It's about feeling your way through the world. It's about feeling your way towards your desire. But it's also be aware of the fact that maybe right now you don't have enough spiritual Manifesting self-awareness to understand what your new desire is or that you even have a new desire and that this mailman person is not a symbol or a representation of that right now at this moment. Okay. So in a nutshell, sit down with yourself and decide whether that's true. What I've said, be really clear about what you want right now, then learn to be okay with the idea that it may not be the mailman but it could be somebody even more amazing. And that this USPS symbol showing up everywhere is serving twofold. One, to teach you and guide you to become better at paying attention to your energy, right? To your state of being, to your inner space and to work prompt you to work on that more, okay? And two, secondly, to let you know what you really want is on its way. We're trying to bring it to you. We're trying to deliver it to you, okay? It's been boxed up already. We got the stamps on there. We've paid the postage. <laughs> you know, that's it. You got you to gotta let it in. You got to let it in. You are a cooperative component in your manifestations can't just give you things without you being a part of that equation. You have to be an energetic, cooper- energetically cooperative opponent, component towards what you want. Okay? Perfect. So, I think I've babbled enough for today. And um, even though I had a great time, as I always do, babbling at you. So we're going to wrap this up now. I want to say thank you for listening. And I also want to remind you that if you are looking for more in-depth or personalized coaching, you can go to my website, manifestationlab.com, where you will find a link at the top for coaching, email coaching. I have email coaching packages only available right now you can read through the information on that page and then decide what's best for you Um, also you will find uh, many other things on there Uh, you'll find um, you'll find a uh, section on recommended books those are books i recommend and i'm always sort of adding here and there to those well i haven't in a while but i will be I will be adding more to that. Um, there is also a new page for affiliate programs, and I think that uh, we can talk about this in future. Um, I put some things in there that are third-party affiliate uh, kind of uh, products. Uh, one of them is a—it's um, a site that where you can purchase. Uh, oh boy, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, subliminal MP3s—that's what it is. And you know what? They have helped me. Immensely in my life uh, and then just calming myself and kind of Shuffling things around up there in the old nut and um, I'm gonna touch upon that Maybe in a future video on the YouTube channel Um, But you can look through that site and decide what's good for you. There's also great uh, There's a link to a site there on uh, self-hypnosis or hypnosis. I think hypnosis uh, mp3s so Um, I actually think those two things can be very helpful. So check that out. Um, Also, you know, if you're listening to this and you are not aware of my YouTube channel, Manifestation Lab is the YouTube channel. Go check it out. If you like it, hit subscribe. Uh, You can subscribe to this podcast wherever, through whatever platform you are listening to it. I'm sure there's some subscription option there. Um, And yeah, that is about all. I have to say for today, and I think I need to stand up and go take a walk, because I've been sitting at this laptop all day, and it's about time for me to move, move my bones, move my butt. So, I am Tarkon. and I am wishing you, from the beautiful, Uh, sometimes sunny now, sometimes still dreary and rainy Pacific Northwest, to wherever you are in the world, at whatever time of day or night. I'm wishing you all the best, and I'm sending you lots of love. And until next time, goodbye.